um, Winnipeg, uh, Minnesota. Winnipeg and Minnesota. Now, the Predators game was an overtime loss, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, that was the shootout loss. Shootout. Shootout. I'm watching that. They're on the back right now. Right now, they're playing. Same. The I'm watching. I'm watching it as well, but a little bit more than you. Um. um okay. So, I mean, uh, just a really, really quick. They're five, three, and two. They're two, one, and one since last. Um, since the last time that uh, you spoke with Scott. Um, those four games that they played, uh, all pretty good, huh? I honestly, outside of the third period of the Wild game. They should have won that Predators game. They did. They deservedly won in Montreal and Winnipeg. Yeah, uh, I know you want to get into how Sorokin probably should have had two shutouts instead of just one, which is true. Um, and and Trotz, Trotz admitted it. Oh, yeah. Brutal, brutal. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, five, three, and two, two, one, and one since the last um, episode. So five, three, and two. That's you know, if you want to be harsh and be loser pointy. That's five and five um, with the points percentage and whatnot. They're they're you know, I think, I think trots was like uh, their points percentage. You play at that rate over the course of a season, you probably make the playoffs uh, almost definitely make the playoffs. And, and just kind of shows that that trots is keeping that, that even keel, but, but we're not gonna, cause that's boring. That's boring no. radio um, to, to just kind of keep it an even keel. Um, uh, so, uh, what I was going to say is, um, uh, sorry, I got distracted because Pete's texting the chat and I, I, I kind of want to interrupt our conversation to just digress for a second. He asked, who would you guys say is the most forgettable team in the league? And he said, he's thinking Dallas. And it's funny. Um, I was half listening to what you said and half thinking about what my most forgettable team is. And I was going to say Dallas as well. So I think I'm going to text Pete and say i'm thinking dallas as well uh and mm. so <laughs> uh what is your most forgettable team in the league most forgettable team in the league hmm. i'm trying to think it probably would be Uh, it, it probably would be the uh, the Flames, to be honest. Uh, if the Islanders were not playing them for the first UBS Arena game, I probably wouldn't think about them at all. Like they wouldn't have occurred in in my brain until like the night that the Islanders were playing them. You know what I mean? If it weren't if it weren't for uh, Matthew Kachuk, I think I'd agree. I just, I don't, I, I don't, I know his whole beef with, you know, Dowdy is like quasi interesting. I, I, from a wrestling standpoint, it's like, I really want there to be more player rivalries, like individual player rivalries. Um, but I just, there's nothing, I, the, the wet, like one, the different time zone and just being kind of a, what I find boring team. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I get that Kachuk like chirps and, and gets under like everybody's skin and that in and of itself is unique form wise. It is. And that's not a particularly everybody has a pest. It just ha so happens. This is kind of a Marshawn type pest star. Um, I, yeah, I definitely, I think I disagree on the flames uh, for the aspects of because uh, of the Matthew Kachuk aspect, as well as the Daryl Sutter aspect, as well as, 
I guess not really Johnny Goudreau anymore. It's like who could really care that much. Um, he kind of falls in the same um, – honestly, not saying they're the same type of player, but uh, like when I think Dallas, uh, I think of Tyler Sagan, but who could really care? And that's kind of Johnny Goudreau to me. Um, but, but, yeah, I just wanted to – I wanted to digress for a, a single second because I was thrown off and I felt like I could – if my brain got derailed, I figured I could derail the rest of the podcast as well. And uh, it's always good. I mean, you know, it, it's, I always like to say, I, I want my guests to feel comfortable. So, you know, whatever, whatever you need to do to make, to feel comfortable and at home with this podcast. No guests here. Um, so, uh, so, uh, like we said, five, three and two, um, two, one and one. I'm pretty happy overall with their game. And I think that Barry Trotz has said that he uh, did not hit the level that he would like yet. And I think that's fair. Uh, I think for this all being on the road too, I'm pretty happy. And um, I, you know, we'll get into, I guess the, we'll nitpick a little bit more and get into the specifics of the long road trip itself, which is almost, uh, which is coming to an end um, pretty rapidly. But uh, overall, man, I gotta say I'm uh, I'm pretty content with where the Islanders are at right now and how they've played outside of those first two games. Really, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with how they've played. It's it's one of those things where it. I mean, it, it's a Rorschach test of sorts where it's like you see that record and and you can kind of you can choose to read into it a, an optimistic tilt of of and I do believe overall like. They're, they are, right now, they are uh, above NHL 500. Uh, hopefully, they, they stomp the Devils uh, tomorrow night or probably the night of listening to this, uh, you know. Right. And then I want to get at least – I'd like – if they can get at least two points out of the, the Florida back-to-back, but I'd, I'd love to get three. I think it'd be nice for them to beat one of those teams. In a way, I almost would rather them beat – if I had to choose one, as much as I want the revenge on Tampa Bay because they cheated and they cheated me out of uh, a very glorious uh, yacked out of my brain uh, moment on Hempstead Turnpike, uh, what should have been the Islanders. Uh, they postponed it. They, 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 what they did is they, they're delaying the inevitable. But yeah, I, I almost would rather Florida because it's Florida is coming out strong, but you, you, you want to be able to beat every, you want to be able to, to, to beat every like top of the line team at least once in the regular season, just to feel good about playing that team. So Florida just got goalied by the Rangers and then they got thwomped by the devils. Um, I kind of think. I would rather them beat Tampa and take a point out of Florida and then beat Florida a little later on in the season when maybe they got a little bit are coming a little bit more off of a hot streak. Um, if, if the Panthers are what everyone says they are, which I'm still not convinced. Um, I don't know. I'm really not convinced. Also, I don't think we've had a podcast since uh, like, I, I think the first podcast that we had much of the season was the only one that we've done so far where I predicted uh, that the Bucks wouldn't be as bad. Uh, and uh, there's a couple other insane predictions that I made that are absolutely coming. Uh, it's the opposite of what's uh, what's actually happening. 
so I just wanted to point that out. I said the Blackhawks wouldn't be that bad. Seth Jones would be all right. Um, that didn't happen. Uh, a couple other little things that I was a little bit off on. Uh, I will say that uh, the uh, the Islanders Winnipeg Stanley Cup final that I predicted. Um, I'm still I'm sticking with that. I'm guessing uh, that that, that would probably, I, that would draw about 25 mil easy viewership. <laughs> You know the two the two big the two big market teams, Long Island and, and, Long, and Long Island Winnipeg. It, you know it writes itself really. Um, <laughs> which I mean, if that were to happen, I would like try to I, I like open a line of credit to go to one of the Islander Winnipeg games in Winnipeg, just yeah. to, just yeah. to be a real menace, just be a real menace <laughs> to to those uh, to those. Uh, wood folk you know um it's one of those buildings honest to god that i wouldn't want to while i do think that it will be the cup final i'm sticking with it it's one of those oh are you watching what i'm watching yeah this this unfortunate situation in the predators game yeah is that blood oh he got hit hard in the skull with the slap right. shot. Ooh, right. more, right. more back of the neck. It's still probably not good because of the bone <laughs> um, nerve situation. Oh, he's alive. That's good. That um, that Winnipeg barn is probably, is definitely insane. And one of those ones that, man, do you remember that? Man, do you remember that Predators Winnipeg series a couple years back? That was good. That, that, was, nothing? that was unbelievable game seven was a little bit of a disappointment but everything leading up was unbelievable do you remember that i think it was game three that three nothing comeback predators were up three nothing and they fucking wound winnipeg wound up pulling out a five three win or some shit like that dustin dustin bufflin with a couple of absolute bombs that's that's too many that's too many years ago now that that was that was uh the 2018 playoffs if i remember correctly which was mostly spent as an islander fan uh, thinking about an upcoming contract negotiation and really being worried about it uh, profusely. I think it, was, I think it was 2017. Either way, that mm-hmm. was one of the best playoff games I've ever seen. Anyway, I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm off the rails today. I'm kind of just, I'm zigzagging, I'm falling. I'm not some pe- some people right are, it's either. very clear. Yeah, it's very clear. Some <laughs> people just aren't. Some people are, are, are this looking This is what at- people want. I'm more of an Oliver Wallstrom right now. It's clear that I knew the assignment and you're a little bit keeper bellows. It's like, I mean, Oh, I, no, no, no. I'm cracking the lineup. At least you got to admit. So let's, 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 let's at least call me, you know, give me one a pot. At it. We, we, we take it one pot at a time. Really? I mean, it's one of those okay. things. <laughs> uh, any, any whom. Um, yeah. I'm all over the place today, but I think that's, I think that's what people want really. So, um, we can we can kind of move on from we can kind of move on from me reminiscing about the uh, Winnipeg Nashville uh, 2017 series uh, specifically game three. Let, let, uh, let, let's get let's let's get let's get into a little bit of the nitty gritty because people like people like our, our you know our, our superior you know uh, sense of humor on the pod and our perfect politics, but they also like the analysis. And, yeah. Uh, so. First, first on the list is talking about how uh, Brock Nelson and Matt Barzell, and I'm going to add because I know that you you threw a separate separate bullet point 
and for Anders Lee Stallion, but that's the only, um, I think that's the Do you only understand? time I'm going to recognize. Do you get it? Yes. And I think that's uh, the, I'm going to recognize it the one time. And then I think I'm going to move on. Interesting. I'm just going to say. Yeah. Because when, I, say, when I brought it up in the chat, when I brought up Anders Lee Stallion in the chat, you said they would be a crazy couple. And I said, Mike, why would they be crazy? I think they'd be beautiful. And I think, I think, you know, I think it would be a very important thing if, if that were to happen, but you said it was crazy. And, and do you stand by those remarks? And also what's your address? Where do you live <laughs> and where do you work? Um, I do think it would be crazy and not Ooh. for any reason other than, other than, um, other than she is a musician and he is a, an athlete and that's never happened before. Uh, and so. Uh, uh, Ciara and Russell Wilson. I don't know who Russell Wilson is. Wow. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't know why he threw. He should have, he should have handed it off to it really wasn't his call. It was Pete Carroll's call. Oh yeah. He um, should have ran the ball. Oh my God. I haven't thought about that. Oh my God. Yeah. I used to think about that all the time. And I kind of let that. It's unbelievable. I, I mean, honestly, I wonder if, if a lot of the things that happened since then are because they didn't like, it was such Domino's an obvious situation. thing. It was a Domino's thing. Yeah. You hand Marshawn Lynch the ball beast mode. He's, he's yeah. literally beast mode. It, uh, they would have gotten a touchdown. They would have gotten a touchdown. It's insane. They would have anyway, gotten a touchdown. It was a, it was a galaxy. He galaxy brained his way into that. And you anyway, know, a lot of stuff uh, happened since then. Because of the. A lot, a lot of stuff's happened since then. Um, Pete anyway, Carroll, a lot of blood's uh, on your hands. Matt Barzell, Brock Nelson, and Andres Lee are all, uh, uh, all heating up right now as of the last four games or so. Uh, four goals from uh, four goals, goals from Brock Nelson, three from Andres Lee, and Barzell's been Barzell's been unbelievable. I don't know off the top of my head his uh, stat line, but uh, he's been great. He's been scoring. He's been he assisted uh, at least on one of those Lee goals. Uh, yeah, both. yeah. The, the the two on one. The the I mean the two on one was unbelievable. <laughs> the Gretzky th- that literally was the the Gretzky three D hockey speed burst. Like he got the puck and then like, it felt like three strides later was at the, at like entering the, the offensive zone. Yes. Yeah. It, it, yeah, was, it was nuts. Insane. It was, it, it was, was nuts insane. acceleration and it, it was flying and, and great finish. Great finish by Lee. Look, it's, it's, yeah. I think, so I'm glad that, that Barzell and, and, uh, and Lee have rediscovered their chemistry because it, it, it took them yeah. so long like it, it felt like that they never clicked until last season. It never, they, they did have, you know, they had, they connected on some goals and they were line mates for, for a decent amount of time in the trots era, but it, it, it took, it took some, some time for them to really find uh, like a, a, a considerable groove. You know what I mean? And, yes. uh, and I was worried. I was worried because it took them so long it kind of made me like worry. Was that just Anders Lee and Barzal had a good month and a half and like he got hurt and they won't get it back. You know, I was afraid of that, but no, they, they definitely, they definitely have it, which is, which is great. And, and, you know, Brock, uh, not going to do the, 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 the Brovember joke. Everyone did the joke and you killed it. You killed it. Everybody. You, it's it's over. We have we have a lot more of of November to go. 
You can't keep yeah. making it. Just it does. We we it's past. Brocktober, you could say it all month because it was the actual month. We're lying right. to it's, ourselves. We're it's his name with an R, and we uh, lie to ourselves uh, as a society so much that yeah, let's just not lie to ourselves here. You know, let's have let's have yeah. something. He's having something a good. Here. He's having a good November so far, and that's all you have to say. Yeah, um, and and uh, but. You know he uh, he's been good. Do you think I'm not? Did you did you read that Arthur Staple um, like Olympic hopeful article? No, I'm mad at him. No, I'm just kidding. I I think that's ridiculous. People that are mad at him. Um, uh, what was have I other say? interests? Uh, fucking weirdos. It's like it's just a tweet. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. No, I have not. Uh, I have not read that article actually. So it, a, a bit of it covered how uh, I believe his uncle was. Dave Christian, who was on the Miracle team. Hmm. And, you know, so that's like U.S. hockey royalty and how, especially with Jack Eichel, who I, I, I think the trade happened between episodes now with Vegas. And like, it's funny. It took me a second. Like for some reason I was like, oh, because just thinking in like video game terms, like you plot, you like you just drop a player in a vacuum yeah. onto a roster. And it was like, oh, he's active or he'll, he'll become active. Could he play for USA? Like USA, he won't because uh, even if he were to recover in the three month uh, like recovery period, there's no way in hell Vegas is letting him go to the Olympics, which is going to be like just uh, it's going to be a blood like team like this this USA hockey team I think has a lot of potential. Um, I think their potential is somewhat harmed by, by Jack Eichel pretty obviously being hurt. Um, Cause if, if you had Matthews Eichel, you know, as your one, two, that's pretty fucking good. Like, um, yeah. and the, and the goal, the U S goaltending is probably going to be the best in the, in the Olympics. Um, um, well, you can thank Connor Hellbuck for that. Um, or, or Gibson, gonna... John, John Gibson. I think Hellebuck's going to get the start over Gibson, but actually that's, I think the, I, think I could see them being close enough. Feels I can obvious. see them. I can see, I obviously I think Hellebuck has the, has the inside track there, but, but I think, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I think Gibson, if they, if they, are, especially this season, if they are close enough by the time the Olympics roll around, I could see yeah. it being like a little, a literal mini training camp thing, just because like, John Gibson's awesome. I, I've been a John Gibson truther for a while now. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's unbelievable. He shouldn't be on that team. That's to bring it to the Islanders, Brock Nelson, the, you know, uh, see Matthews is a clear number one, but like other centers. Okay. Eichel not going to be there. Jack Hughes, man. I wonder how Jersey's going to all the time. He's hurt all the time. He's awesome. And he's like really found his shit. I think, or he, in what limited time he played this year, he yeah. looked good but unbelievable overtime goal where he tossed the stick into the uh, uh, crowd he's not going to be he's not going to be back until like i think what like end of the year sounds like end of uh, 2021 20, right i was gonna say yeah like end of the calendar right? yeah, yeah 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 so i mean you know i'm, I'm sure he's going to try to make his case to ownership uh like let me go and also be like you know i'm like the main guy here right <laughs> like you want me to yeah. be happy uh but even then, he said he's he's hurt. I I think uh, Brock Nelson, you know, he he doesn't have the flashiest top of line stats, but I think 
he does have DC, like he has good stats, you know, he's like pretty, pretty consistent 25 ish goal guy who now yeah. is a all situations center. Um, I think, uh, I think, I think he could make it. I don't know. Like after him, so there's JT Miller, you know, who I, I think is yeah. pretty comparable to Brock Nelson. Maybe he's a little bit more offensive than, than Nelson. But uh, I think in terms of like the tier of player, I yeah. think they're, they're pretty similar. Like I could see uh, Brock's uh, yeah, and I think don't be surprised if Brock continues to, uh, to crush it from, from here on out, just because uh, well, one, he has that extra motivation, which, you know, nationalism, I think is a, is a uh, complete evil uh, man constructed uh, uh, self-destruction of man. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, I, I definitely, uh, they, they like it. Tribalism is, is uh, inherent um, uh, yeah. in, in, uh, in, in humanity, unfortunately. And uh, they, they, they love the, uh, the Olympics, these, these, these guys. These, and, uh, these guys love, they love, they want to play for their fucking country so and, goddamn bad. And then when you add the, when you add the like family, like the personal family connection, Brock is going to fucking, you know, go for it. And uh, honestly, on, on that same token, uh, Matt Barzell, I'm sure would love to play, play on Team Canada. He's, he's constantly one of the, bu- the, he's yeah. one of the bubble guys. He's one of the bubble yeah. guys. And like, dude, it'll be so funny. I, I don't know if either of them make it. It's plausible. Canada's so deep at forward. It's not like, but like they're deep, they're deep everywhere except goal. And like, it, it, it'd be wild with, with, with uh, like with Canada. If, uh, if Barzell and, and the guy who and used Tavares. to be, and yeah, Tavares both make it, but are oh, like the, constantly. The yeah. And so they're just always around each other. <sighs> Yeah. That would be that would be so fucking that would be uh just some some nice press box pans or like yeah. or whatever documentary they do like just that that awkward small talk be nice be fun it, I I couldn't agree more and that's that's one where I I actually like to see Canada do well and um if if I, if I if if I could get an Adam Pellick uh, jersey I I'd be I'd be super excited too which is yeah. uh staple things may be the case i mean yeah i you got you, you can never discount i think that um the vlat uh, the mark ever vlasic through line there that comparable is um significant and i think that you know these guys that run these teams and put them together always think like that they don't think like the guys actually making the lists and the the projected rosters there's always going to be a couple you know where someone uh Again, some you know someone who really has never heard much about Adam Pellick uh, is going to be like who who uh, much like they did when Mark Edward Velasic made the team uh, on that last Olympic run. Um, yeah, I uh, like so I said, yeah, I usually, yeah. I, I usually uh, I usually honestly root for Canada to succeed because I do not care about USA hockey in in the slightest. And Which yeah. The, the way, well, the way that it works, a lot of usually, stink there, and and honestly, just from a pure like uh, the players' standpoint, I I usually like players on Team Sweden or Team Canada more. I just have like more connection to them, and that's why I look at the USA roster so often. Yeah, every you know every playoff, and I'm like, it's made of a bunch of guys I really don't give a fucking. I just don't care about. I, you know, Phil Kessel, I, I like. 
he's not going to make the team. But um, but but I think I think you might see you know uh, Brock Nelson yeah, and well, Anders Lee Lee Stallion Anders make Lee, the Anders and Megan Lee, and Megan period. and Megan's at the game. <laughs> Megan's in the press box. Megan's in, at, at in the press box in Beijing. You know, you're telling me you, you that wouldn't be a great moment. I just um, I feel like his 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 body uh, could really sustain. Um, the contact. I, I thought you. I agree with that. I thought she was taller, and it turns out that he's taller. So. Um, so yeah, I like. I feel like they, they body wise. I think they work with each other. I imagine his quads. Right. What? No, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> it's love. Okay. Wow. Let's just let <laughs> no, the record show. No, not here. like that. Not no no no. Puritanical. No, no, no. Keep co-host. talking. All right. Keep talking about it. Keep, I don't care. I think no, it's fun. I don't want to anymore because I don't okay. trust that. I, I don't believe you're holding. The appropriate space for this conversation let's move on let's move on to um Two players that, that that are not forwards that are not doing as well um although as i bring it up i saw some fucking extreme obviously it's aisles twitter it's twitter period overreaction but it's uh parise and palmary still are goalless and and I, I don't think either guy has played bad like it's awkward. No, no, no. I don't think either guy has played bad, but at, at the end of the day, you, you need to get the goals and we'll get into it after this. We're going area by area with the defense, with the defense as makeshift as it's going to be for the foreseeable future. The Islanders, like I two, one games don't feel and let that, that Minnesota game kind of be a good comparison Two one games. Don't feel the way they used to. Um, uh, with, with, with the with defense, and I think because of that, I, I'd rather the Islanders score themselves some 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 run support here, because I I just don't like I, I find the defense very. And Trotz has mentioned that that it's it, you know when it rains it pours with the defense. I I, I think the Islanders' offense. I I, I want like I, I saw some stat line or you know some at least five forwards are on pace for um, 20 or more goals, like over the course of the season, which is, which is nice. But like when I was looking at the names, it was like, you know, Paul Mary is not, not one of the names there. And like, that's one of the guys you need. Like I, I said, going in, like, I, I think the Islanders probably are going to need, like they're going to need more 30 plus goal Anders Lee and 30-plus goal Kyle Palmieri, I think, to have the season we want them to have. Um, uh, uh, so I'll bring it back to the beginning um, and kind of disagree with some of the things that you're saying. A little uh, bit interesting. Uh, interesting Kyle, in context of other things so, tonight. So Kyle Palmieri and Zach Parise, like, you, like you said. Um, lineage style. The... <laughs> uh uh yeah the scoring's not there right now but i absolutely love the way that both of these guys have been playing and as i've said before and it's what barry trotz preaches it is uh do all the little things right and the goals are going to come and that's exactly what's going to happen for both of them and in kyle palmary's case he's tied for the uh assist lead on the team so no concern there zach parise um, that line rocks every time they're out there. I fucking love it. I, and I've got no problem with him being goalless. He had two assists 
uh, in Winnipeg, I want to say. He had two assists the other night. I can't remember. Montreal, because he because he, he had he had that really nice pass. To, yeah, uh, Peugeot. to Peugeot. That's right. So uh, I'm not concerned. The points are going to come. They're doing all the little things right. Um, wait till they wait till they play a, f- a few games at home. Get the fucking mojo going. Get off this road trip. Um, now I'm I okay. Keep the lineup as is. Uh, well, hold on, hold on. Let, let let me just say I think one of the things that I'm like okay, I'm not surprised the production, especially for Paul Mary, and I'm going to keep fucking beating this drum until they give us give us this fucking unit. Part of it, I feel like Paul Mary is a guy like one of his big achieve. It was one of, when he came to the Islanders. Remember, there's some stat like he was in the top five or six of like power play goals um, of the last like five years or something like that. Or, or yeah, yeah. Um, and the fact that the Islanders' power play has not been great is not surprising in that regard. But I keep saying like a lot of these a lot of these things are interconnected. Like to me. The Islanders' power play has been so poorly constructed. Like it's crazy to me that they have Wallstrom. And if I it, correct me if I'm wrong, and I, I know I'm not, um, Barzell and and Wallstrom are not on the same power play units, right? I don't think so. No, that's fucking crazy to me. And like I keep I keep saying, doesn't it make sense to have a power play unit that the the cross seam is Barzell at the right wing boards? Palmieri at the bumper and Wallstrom as the far, as like the, the far side, far circle trigger. Like, doesn't that seem obvious? Uh, yes. Um, I, I think that you're actually 100% right in this moment. Uh, not always, not everything that you said, this podcast is right. I don't think, I, really I think what you're saying right now, I think what you're saying right now is completely correct. And I, I would love to see them roll with that unit. Um, and and, you know. and but all, all of that said, it's like, I do I think that the goals of Palmieri are going to come? I do believe that. I, I, I think they will come um, on some yeah. level. On, on some level, though, fucking, we're, we're, we're getting to, uh, <clears throat> we're getting to Andy Hilbert territory. All right. It's, and that's, that's but, not good. That's not a good place for Kyle Palmieri to be. And, and, and it's just one of those things where I, you know, I'm sure we'll get to it when we get to the list portion of the pod. But uh, Staple, I, Staple took took uh, the question that I asked via the pod's account for uh, his episode of No Sleep Till Belmont about what what more do you like? You know, all this talk about Islanders need a sniper. They need. They just don't have that killer. No, they do. Oliver Wallstrom's that guy. He's that guy right. that can. He's that guy that can score those goals. It's this the, that snipe that he had in, the, in that fucking Nashville game was insanity. Yeah, it was. It was one of those things where, like, I I saw it. I like, I was. I looked away for a second, and I like, I you can't turned, see it. I turned Maybe back I wanna... to. I turned back to the TV as as it like hit the twine. Yeah. So I didn't see the like the release. I assumed by like where it went and how Saros reacted, it was a one-timer. The fact that it wasn't is crazy. The fact that like, that's the type of wrist shot that he can get with like clutching it. And he did get it off super fast. I mean, that's he's, he's able to, to like 
have the puck explode off his stick. It's insane. I I think uh, so. I asked Staple like, what what's it going to take for him to gain Trotz's trust to get on Barzell's wing? Just because, uh, or I think even on on Nelson's wing, but but I I, I, was, I hinted more at, at being Barzell's wing just because. To me, I also think within that, you know, I, I've said before, I think the right wing, I, I think their wingers, I, I think I said on the first episode, their wingers have a versatility, like the, those top three wingers. Yeah. I think you can, you can interchange them. And uh, on some level, because I think with Paul Mary, you know, he, and I thought he looked good. He looked good on the, on the top line, but like, yeah, you know, m- maybe just even a take it back to basics. If you, if you had a, a Parise, Pajot, Palmieri line, like, and now, 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 matching up, other teams have to have to know. Okay, Palmieri's on my third line. Like, I'm just going to keep rolling their three. But like, it's almost like it, it, the the whole thing with the uh, wasn't what happened with the the HBK line in uh, for the that Penguins for Cup. Sure. Yeah. yeah, that was that was Kessel is now on the third line, and you have to like match up with that. Yeah, and it was because, and you know what, this is kind of actually a similar thing. They traded for Kessel to play with Crosby. It didn't work out. They signed Paul Mary to play with Barzell, and they just don't like the way that it looks right now. So, yeah, maybe play him on a third line, then all of a sudden you get that same kind of effect. Okay, and- I get. I you've talked me into it by making that comparable. And, um, and, 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 I, to, and to me, and to me, you know, like, like I, like I said, I think guys like Paul Mary, you know, he, he, he has the stat line that he has because of power play, like prowess. Yeah. So I, I think, I think on some level, it's kind of crazy to me that you aren't like going by a mix of results and pedigree. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, th- th- those are the only real complaints that I have forward wise um you know and i, I just want to make a brief mention that, I, that i'm so curious to see if if goal goal especially with Paris, because Parise, he's played well and you're paying him 750k so like whatever he still needs he needs to get at least like 15 goals this season yeah uh-huh. you know for, for for his time like like for for his utilization especially because tell me there isn't a part of you that thinks Golishev. Like you're curious what Golashev in uh, in in Parise's spot would be. No, I'm not. I, right now, not really. Zach Parise, yeah, Zach Parise hasn't played a bad game, so no, I'm not. I'm I'm really not concerned. Uh, and I think the goals are going to come for both of them. And in the case of Kyle Palmieri, it's what I said about Jordan Everly every time that he went cold because it's the, what happens to all these guys that aren't David Pasternak. Uh, and and that comparable, they're streaky. That's just what happens. Jordan Everly, seven goals on the season to start for for the Kraken so far. By the way, and and and, and I, that, that that's been the Twitter also because I, I think I alluded to people. I, I've seen so much Paul Mary hate on the timeline. And I don't think I don't think that's justified because guess what? Paul Mary's going to heat up at a certain point, and Everly's going to go cold because that's just what these guys do. Also, Everly is like the one guy. He is the one forward that like that w- he was the one good pick that they made as far as forwards w- were concerned. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like he, I mean, okay. One goal. He was the one goal scorer. Cause like, I think Yanni Gord's good. 
yeah, I yeah, think, Igor's good. Yeah, I think it's, it's I, I think Wenberg, Wenberg's like a, a an NHL uh, like quality, like top nine or middle six. Well, probably third line center. There's pieces. There's pieces. But all right, we're 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 fucking. Uh, we're gonna have the this podcast gonna be two hours. If we don't know. Well, it, it'll be an hour and a half probably. I'm the one editing it, so you know, relax. I I'm going on vacation tomorrow. I'm going to Chicago, um, just for like a little little mini vacation with Lauren. Um, Something happened there recently. Chicago. We'll get to that at the end of the episode. I, I feel bad always putting the at, around the league heavy stuff, but uh, peek behind the curtain. Usually, I need to sober up uh, a bit by the end of the episode um i'm drinking a, a big dog a, a double dog flying dog double dog double ipa 12 percent uh abv so it's a it's fairly heavy one um but uh let, let's get to let's get to defense uh because i, I, I like i, I sure. like kind of doing this piece by piece and the goaltending part will yeah, i that's think fine. Be, that will be the briefest part yeah, the, def- the defense, and I'm, I'm trying to not both be redundant to what we said last episode, which you weren't part of. I was, I showed up, I show up every time. Um, and, uh, and what every, you know, Islanders podcast has been talking about, which is that like the Islanders defense is makeshift. Chara has gotten better. He's, but oh, like, yeah. it all circles back to this issue of like Chara can get better for, for how he started the season at, but him just like the Islanders have to create a defensive you like lineup suited towards like hiding Chara. And that is a waste. Like we don't have Pelic Pulak, which like that sucks. That sucks that you don't have that pairing. That, 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 that sucks for, um, like, because they're great defensively, and Ryan Pulak now doesn't get to counterattack. He doesn't. They have that. Yeah. They have that unit as a as a. Uh, they have that pair as a. Just get it. Just chip it out for the love of God, pairing. Um. Yeah. So uh, Char has gotten better, and. I don't know. I mean, yes, there's some brutal looks there. Um, I would love to see. Uh, I'd love to see Sebastian Ajo get a look, but um, not going to happen. It's it's just it's frustrating. It's so it's so annoying. I'm not. I'm but I'm not. But I'm not as annoyed as a lot of people are. And every time that he touches the puck, I don't groan because he has gotten better. And I do think that people need to put into context the. Uh, I really do think that people need to put the road trip in the context more. And let's see how he plays at home when Barry Trotz gets the matchups that he wants. He doesn't live, but his family's not with him. Like that's the other thing. Like I'm pretty sure his family's still in Boston. I thought I heard like one of the podcasts. So what, what do you mean? Is he not going to stay on the Island? No, my point is I, I just don't know. I almost think that mirrors this like, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold it, on. It mirror. It mirror. What, what are you mirrors, talking about? What I'm saying is, I think that mirrors this. Like, let's see how the first half of this year goes before you know we 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 come hang in in like rent a house for half a year for like nine months in 
in Garden City. Like, like I, 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 I'm just saying that, that even when, when the Islanders get back at home, maybe his family comes down, but I just don't know. It just, it, it's, it's weird, man. I, I think, I wonder if there's just this sense of like, how much been, is he going to be able to actually last this season? Be real. He's been playing. He's be, been, like I said, he's, he's been, I'm being real. He's been playing better. I don't groan every time he touches the puck like some people do. Not saying that you dude, do that. Can't, but I'm I do. Not. But I do. But I do because he. Every single time he touches the puck. Almost, you, you, almost, dude, because no. he doesn't. Yes, dude. He is, his skating was never great, but like, I just, I, he seems panicked with, with like the puck. And maybe, maybe when they get home, wherever the hell he's renting, whatever it is, he'll be able to figure it out. My, my home, my whole home thing is less about his comfortability and it's more about, uh, it's more about matchups. Barry Trust is going to get the matchups that he likes more. That's, that's all it is. And you're going to see, and you're going to see him play, uh, I, I think you're going to see him play in more favorable positions and it's going to be a lot less of a fucking nightmare. And um, yeah, I'm like, I'm not insanely concerned about it. And I do think that they're going to upgrade at some point and he's going to become, he's going to fall into the seventh defenseman uh, into being the seventh defenseman because uh, Lord knows Andy Green's not going to be the seventh defenseman. Andy Green fucking rocks. Well, fucking and rocks that man. I guess, I guess all these things are kind of touched. Like, I, I just feel that the Islanders defense is not, and it's, it's this is a bit of a, of a redundancy from the, the coverage, but like, this is not the sixth that they'll, that they'll go to war with in the playoffs. I don't think. Yeah. I, I, I don't, um, they have done a lot of cap maneuvering, um, there's there's a there's a big cap uh, relevant figure that that we can get into. Maybe we should save that save that reverence for the end. Um, but when it comes to defense, Johnny Boychuk's contract was traded to Buffalo after that Eichel trade, so, yeah. so that Buffalo could reach the floor. Yeah, <laughs> Buffalo could reach the floor. Nice, nice uh, 08, 09 era Isles, uh, yeah. you know, feeling there. Yeah, Doug yeah, Wade, yeah, Doug yeah. Wade's last contract, like being a Ready for fucking tim thomas that type of shit um i think um the defense they freed up a lot of money so like like they um know that they're gonna they're gonna bring somebody in it's a kind of a matter of who and it's interesting you know we we so with um with all the cap space that they've that they've that they, they've come into there's a lot of conversation about, you know, who the Islanders are going to get. They're looking to add on the, on the back end. Everybody knows that. Um, and it's, it's one of those things, like, I kind of had this thought earlier today. Well, no, I guess it doesn't stop. With the amount of, and it's so confusing. I'm not even going to pretend to, to understand the, the way the cap, like you, 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 you gain cap space, uh, as you get closer to the trade deadline and all that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to, that's literally, I've been watching hockey my entire fucking life. And I feel like I've had a pulse on what, like, like the, the ins and outs of the salary crap to a certain extent. And I've, I've never heard about this until this fucking year, but and okay. it, it, it's crazy. Cause it, it'll be like insanely high numbers. Like I, I thought I saw something like 
the Islanders could possibly add 19 million at the trade yeah. deadline. And I'm, I'm like, not okay. going to pretend, I'm not going to pretend to know that. that what, know how what the fuck? Means. I don't understand how the fuck that is at all possible, but, but um, it's just one of those things. So, so um, the Islanders, it, it's believed that the Islanders might have room. And this is depending on what, if there's money that goes outward, um, but they might be able to make two moves, you know, like a, 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 uh, second, maybe a second pair um, guy and a and a decent depth, you know, uh, D piece. But but you know, I, I guess all this is to say um, we, we we speak about you know uh, strengths and obviously like Pelix defense has been awesome. Pulak's I think been been strong uh, d- despite having to babysit uh, Grandpa there. Um, but uh, I think, and, and, you know, Mayfield, despite the fact that, that the, le- the rule book has been changed around to, uh, to, to, to really persecute him. And it's kind of, <laughs> you know, it's uh, to quote, to quote, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, who quoted MLK this week. But, I, you know, Scott Mayfield was definitely in the crosshairs of the woke mob with this, uh, this uh, cancel cross-check culture that that really um has just been so so i think damaging to our institutions and our culture um mayfield's been fine but you know what the guy that struggled the most defensively is uh is is the large son himself noah uh what's eating noah dobson i put in the in the um which by the way you put in parentheses what do you think of this uh yeah what do you got reference? reference yeah i think it's awesome hey hold on I think it's fucking awesome. I think you did a really good job with that. Actually. Troubling. Uh, what's eating Gilbert grape? Uh, definitely upsetting. Like I, I was like flipping around. I remember being like 10 and like flipping around the channel, like fl- flipping around. And there was something about the movie that caught my eye and I kept it on. And then uh, the plot. Everyone's, everyone's got a story about a movie that they shouldn't be watching that they, it's not one of those you shouldn't be watching this because there's nudity or there's violence, but it's just generally upsetting and very adult. Um, mm-hmm. Like my buddy has, you ever hear, you ever hear of a movie called The Ice Storm? Ang Lee's The Ice Storm? No. It's a very adult, like sh- strangely like solemn and sexual movie. And my buddy watched it like all the time when he was nine. Stuff like that. I feel like What's Eating Gilbert Grape um, isn't quite like my buddy watching the ice storm my buddy kevin mm-hmm. kevin if you're listening he doesn't he, he if you're listening, kevin. You would never he, he doesn't like uh he doesn't really watch hockey at all um but uh, uh yeah. oh and, and, anyway. and okay just just real quick digression within the digression uh <laughs> you know i i uh i actually in 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 so my my, my band career day recorded uh, an album uh over the summer and one of the songs references that type of moment um, in a in a positive light. It was uh, Billy Madison when I when I when I like turned seven. My like family like or my mom was like cool with me renting Billy Madison and like with like uh-huh. a family pizza party. And in the are, are you are you a are you a, a Sandler stan? Are you Sandler? Um. I mean, I'm gonna. Are you a Billy Madison guy? Says. Are you a Billy Madison? guy? No, I don't think I don't think Billy Madison's funny. I, I, oh I, I my god, I'll fucking kill you! 
Kill me. Uh, I don't. I, I think Happy Gilmore is good. Um, Mr. Deeds is good and fine. Uh, but you, but you no, saw I Billy don't. Madison. But you saw Billy Madison. Uh, yeah, and I liked it a lot more when I was. A, I liked it when I was a kid. Um, but rest in peace, Norm Macdonald. In the last, uh, you know, yeah, a, a literal king. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, upon rewatching it, you know, four or five years ago, I was like. They're just not into it. I was just not into it. And I, I'm not anti-Sandler. Everyone, you know, uh, I don't want to be a fucking hipster doofus, but obviously on Cut Gems rips. Um, and I do think that he is a scam artist to a certain extent, but uh, I respect it at the same time. He's uh, he, he learned his craft as, a, as an artist. Artists are laborers, and uh, he was able to, to actually gain a little bit of compensation. So... You should he, uh, you should feel makes, bad actually as a lefty. You should you so, should question yourself. Adam Sandler makes movies with his friends, and he gets studios to pay them millions of dollars so they can go on vacation. Sound, sound, they, they sounds should, like the thing that we would want to do as music with touring and bands, but there's a market for it. I like I said, I respect the man, even though he's a scam artist. The man they shoot all these shit shitty Netflix the Netflix deal he has. All of these movies that make no sense, uh, but they're they all take place in like the fucking uh, in Cancun or or in the Bahamas, and it's this horrible movie. But they they get to hang out in the Bahamas for two months while they shoot it, so they, so, they get okay. paid. Uh, uh, no, but like I said, he's a okay, scam artist. Madison. I respect it. The whole point. And, the whole point. And whole... and, and punch luck, punch drunk love is pretty good. Uh, you know, I like the actor. serious ones. Okay, Billy Madison. The scene where he says, you go out there and you find that fucking dog. You remember that? Yeah, I do. Okay. That scene, seventh birthday. I just remember, uh, like, and we rented from Blockbuster, really, to paint the picture of the era. And, like, sure. as, as as Billy's getting, like, charged up and going on that rant, before he's, he drops the F-bomb, there's just clear this energy that's ramping up. And, like, I'm just, like, la- I, I'm just laughing already at, like, what's going on. And then, like, he he sa- he drops the f bomb. He says "fuck," fucking, and like my aunt, tr- like my aunt Claire, I guess also is reading the energy, and she sure. tried to she tried to earmuffs me. Uh, I heard funny. it, but I heard it. I heard the f bomb, and, and I and also got to, I got to know the taboo. I know I, she was trying to shield me yeah. from experience, so there was like a taboo kind of. Uh, but yeah, that, that, that's a, a good type of saw this before I should have. And, and, uh, uh, but sometimes you, you watch movies and like Gilbert Grape. Um, and, uh, I, I didn't really think about situations like that. Um, until I'm gonna, oh, yeah, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do one more. Uh, I just rewatched The Fly, uh, Cronenberg's remake of The Fly, and have you ever seen The Fly, David uh, Jeff Goldblum? I know, yeah, I know, I know Gold. I, I know Gold. I like. I found out about The Fly as a kid from that tr- uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. Sure, that sure. Okay, like a, so, uh, so that is one Simpsons. Of the shout out big business. Shout out corporations. So shout out Disney. You like that one? So The Fly, Goldblum's the Cronenberg's Goldblum's The Fly. Um, is that's it's not quite my the ice storm, but um, I rewatched that a, a couple of weeks ago, and man, that is one of the grossest, saddest movies. Mm, you uh, had me at I've sad. ever seen. 
It's it's. I love sad movies. Desmond, it is really quite depressing that movie. (laughs) Um, Now you're talking language. It is so gross too. Um, But anyway, we'll we'll get back to the island. So all Um, all that comes back to to, to Dobson. What's eating Noah Dobson? And I think part of it is that, and it's tied to the whole the Chara situation. The logic of Chara Dobson made a lot of sense. Like I, I think, I think it 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 shouldn't be. on some level, I, I think it shouldn't be surprising. Like, oh, weird, Dobson's struggling. Well, one, he's the youngest defenseman. Like, if you think about it, last year, probably, if the Islanders, if, if, if not for that whole juniors AHL situation, last year would have been the first year Dobson was in the NHL. And yeah. uh, e- even then, they're probably, they, they may have uh, waited, like, until a couple months into the season to call him up. So yeah, he, yeah. he still is like pretty early. It's just that he's, he's like, and you know, if Noah Dobson was any other defense, if he was any other typical 21 year old defenseman or what, like he wouldn't have played in the Eastern conference finals last year. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it, it, it says something about if, if, if we're able to acknowledge how kind of bullshit it is that, Trots over relies a bit on veterans over over uh, rookies, which that's a criticism. Every coach does, by the way. Every coach that Every, is on a rebuilding NHL team, where like no, these are the the rebuilt like the the young guys are also our only guys that people will pay and to see. Even a lot of the, even a lot of those guys probably play the uh, play the vets more than they. Uh, you know do. it, but but my 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 point is is that with how much defense matters to Trots. It's a testament to how good Noah Dobson is overall, like in yeah. his development, that he was in big minutes in, uh, although in fairness, in the playoffs, third period, defending a goal, 10 minutes to go, they would just shrink it to uh, Pelic. Like they would take him out and they would just yeah. rotate the other five. But, you know, it's one of those things where Dobson Dobson needs to grow a bit. I th- and I think on some level, like, I, so I think Andy Green's been good and I think he is good. Lo- on I some, love Andy Green. On, so, on some level, I think like the hope was that Noah Dobson was going to be getting more minutes and that, that you're, that Noah Dobson was going to be paired with this like stout stay at home defenseman that was going to let him cheat. And, and <laughs> with that, with, with Chara in the lineup, nobody really can cheat that much. Um, and I think that to bring this back to the defense now as a whole, we, we've gone on this, this long, this long film review, which to remind people from season one, this is a Islanders uh, movie review, first amendment, second amendment podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost. So it was of all, all of those first things tied. They're tied for first yeah. and foremost. Uh so all of that was actually none. That's why none of that was edited um, out. I, 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 like I said before, I'm going on vacation. Uh, so I'm going to be, you know, really mailing in the editing on this one more than usual. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think when it comes to when, so when it comes to the defense, I, I think like, I, I know that, that Travis McDermott has been brought up. I haven't caught much of, as much as I, I love hate watching the Leafs, I, I just he never he never stood out to me in a good or bad way because all of their defense just kind of looks bad to me. And I, I it's 
their game yeah. plan just seems like they view everything as a chore that they don't want to do until they are like at the top of the circles in which, Hey, look, you know, Tavares has found his game. It, like, yeah, that kind of a perfect place for him, but it, it's like everything that leads up to that is, is kind of a wash. And it makes me wonder about their coaching situation and which all the Marais and Travis McDermott, like, or, wait, Travis McDermott or Dermott? Uh, Dermott. I'm thinking of the actor McDermott, right? Isn't he mm. the Grey's Anatomy guy? Um, what's his name? You know, I'm talking, you know, you know who I'm, I'm thinking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. But we'll move on. Okay. I, I, I think like, so that's more of a puck moving guy. So that's a guy that like, you know, the logic, I, I wonder it's set. A lot of people are looking at this. Who do they get to basically be Nick Letty for, for the season? And I don't, on some level, what if that's not the way to look at it, especially from a contract um, like standpoint, what if the way to look at it, who is the, what should have been Zidane Chara um, replacement? You know what I mean? And because uh, that, essentially that's what you're talking about. We're t- what we're talking about is who's going to play in place of Chara. Like that's, that's, we're talking around them or at least going to cycle in and out with Chara. Yeah. Well, see, I, no, I, th- I, all right. Yeah. yeah I, I know what you're saying. I, I think it's a, I think it should be green. I, I think, I think if Chara is a, is, is a guy that, that cycles in and out. If you, if you're playing a, like a fairly slow team, then maybe you can get, get by on a char, a Chara and green type mm-hmm. lineup. But I, I guess my point is, what what if what if the move is actually a a stay at home defenseman that you can then pair with, uh, with with Dobson? Well, I guess I guess that doesn't change the fact that they don't really want to do Green Mayfield. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So um, all right. I, well, well, honestly, this is one of those. Uh, I want to see how this how this plays out at home. Let's see. Let's see how this plays out at home. Uh, which I don't even know. Alvin DeHaan. I'm, I'm going to put, I'm going to stake my, we'll see. The, um, with how, with how bad the Blackhawks are, they will be shopper. They'll be, uh, not shop. They'll be, uh, sellers. Um, yeah. You know, the, the soonest of, of any team shy of Arizona, which on that level, it's like, couldn't you see maybe Shane Gostas bear, like wouldn't take too much to get him. Yeah, actually, that's that's not a bad that's not a bad point. Um, all right, let's let's move on because uh, we're so, fucking we're deep right now. Well, we're at let's an hour, about- and 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 we can you know we can go to an hour and a half. I think uh, you know if we had we'll, to, we'll we'll, we'll 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 get close. We'll get close. Let's let's talk about the goaltending. Okay, Sorokin is Sorokin's a god. He he should have he should have four shutouts or five by now because he he has three. But he had one. Yes, of- uh, Montreal should have been a shutout, and there was another one. I want to say the it's Chicago like, oh, game. Uh, Chicago. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Like, like you said, I don't think there's much to say about Sorokin, and I don't think there's much to say about Varlamov either. I think Sorokin's going to kind of start right now, and Varlamov, uh, whether it's because they're going to be cautious about the injury or not. Barlamov looked good. He looked really good in Minnesota. And uh, I was very angry about the game-winning goal. I was very upset, that, especially because that on second look got deflected. It's yeah, you know, 
it, it, and then he made a flurry of like six insane power play saves. So it's like you know, let's we'll let's pull back. Okay, after but but, one but game. They, they were that look they played really for, well for 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 no training camp. Like I I thought that was I thought that was, you know he he got uh, he got uh, the the game was lost on a goal he should have he should have saved. We can we can say that I I think. Because the, the the deflection was point was close to the point of release. I get what you're saying. It definitely doesn't make it the same as just a, a completely clean shot. But the deflection was like close to the point of of of, uh, of release. And the fact is that is a place he's been beaten. Like when he lets in the Varley softies, at least as an Islander. I'm not sure if this was the case when he was an Avalanche. And you as a guy a that. Bit you as a guy that, you know, we're never sure like, which is your, you know, uh, team. Um, it seems like that's the place he gets beat. Like in, in the fucking, in the penguin series, him getting beat there. Uh, it was almost like the Islanders saw the dynamic. and was like, Oh, all right. Well, one of our, if, if we have the goalie that can make a glove save, then, uh, I think we're in a good, a good, a good space in this series. So they, they went with Sorokin and yeah. Varley, I it's but it's one of those things where all of that said, I do think especially he, he made some great saves right after to uh to apologize for it. Um but uh I think you know I, I think he finds his game. I, I do think uh I think Sorokin should get a little bit more respect from Trotz moving forward though. I, I think he will. And I think I mean honestly I think it's I, I think he already has too. Uh, Another pro- thing I said before the season: you want to see Sorokin win the net over. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know they're in a really good spot. They got two really good goalies, and I'm uh, I'm really happy. I'm I'm happy with both of them, even though it's only been one game for Varlamov. I'm happy, and you know, uh, not. Not too much. Not too much to say about that. With those goalies, I, I with, with the, those goalies, the less, yeah. the less we have to say about goaltending, the better we're going to be. And and to be honest, the Islanders' goaltending uh, is such a strength that the makeshift nature of the defense, like, uh, would be more of a panic uh, yeah. if it'd be it'd be an outright emergency if the Islanders goaltending isn't what it, what it is. Um, but, but like, like I said before, and to, to tie all this about it in assessing where the team's game is right now is that yeah. is it's that the offense, um, there are a couple of guys that, that are, it feels like they need to break out, um, you know, and, and whether that's switching Palmieri with, with Bailey, now that Bailey started to find his game, although, Bailey, you know, finding his game with Barzell and Lee, maybe they just like let that be, but I kind of feel like it's, it's important to get people going. It's important to have everybody get going a little bit. You know what I mean? And the fact that Paul Mary hasn't, not that, that he hasn't gotten going, but he hasn't gotten on the board. And honestly, that matters. It's all the same. It's all the same. You, you can talk about effort, but like, unless a guy is a rookie on the fourth line, like, when you when you don't get goals at all, they'll come. Uh, the goals are gonna come. They're gonna come. He's got five assists. So so my my I, my, my my point is is that like the Islanders goaltending, it, the, the the entire circle is that the Islanders goaltending 
is so strong that it's letting the rest of the team sort itself out. And that I think the offense right now needs to outscore the makeshift defense that exists as it is right now. And uh, scoring and defense are interconnected because with the Islanders pairings as they are, their breakout sucks just period. That's, that's it. And which, which then hurts their ability. Tough. Yeah. It makes it hard to get as much offensive zone traction when you don't have as as good a transition, but, but you know, the Islanders goaltending, I think is as good a goaltending as you can, you can ask to sort those things out because teams that don't have this level of goaltending 10 games in, if you don't, if you haven't figured out the rest of your game entirely cooked, you're cooked. Yeah. And, uh, um, and so, yeah, that, that, that's my, you know, uh, that is putting about an hour uh, and, and change of ranting of, of review, uh, you know, in, in context. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I already said my piece uh, and I'll, I'll give an update on how I feel next podcast uh i i said a piece uh i'm happy with where the team's at right now for being on the road for 10 games uh let's 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 move on because we've we're we're just reiterating ourselves uh a couple list updates and i don't want to get into it at all because i don't want to give them any more attention than they've already gotten adam herbman herman herbman good it's it's spelled her the b is invisible but it's there right he's a herman on the list the the, the, the t- insane insane tweet and I, I don't even let, let's not even let's not even bring the tweet up if you're listening to this podcast you know the tweet, tweet because I, especially because our madman our madman uh you know meme which i made by the way um again it's just always uh, you know you got to lead by example um especially when you have just some guys that just are struggling unnamed to get with the program um okay uh i mean uh, I, I, I said I'm, i didn't name anybody um I, I think, um, wait, what were we talking about? Uh, he's, he's on the list. He's on the yeah, list. Yeah, that's he right. Was, yeah, he's on the list. It it's, emba- tweet. it's embarrassing because it, 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 it's, it's been amazing. It's one of those things, whenever somebody on any level of, of Twitter uh, makes an obviously just embarrassing, pathetic uh, exhibition of themselves and their lack of uh, competency or character, um, I, I don't like, uh, like, I, I rather screenshot than like reply or quote tweet because like. Yeah, you'd rather give the tweet less traction. Yep, I, I completely get I, that. I hate that, but it was one of those things where it was like, you know what? Fuck you. And also. He needs, to, he needs to see. He needs to understand that he did something wrong. And also we need to get, you know, our pod is sick. So if you somehow yeah. are listening still um, and maybe make this and maybe I'll make this the clip one. We'll see how long. You know, we wrap this. Uh, you gotta, you gotta subscribe. You, we, we know you see the tweets. You, uh, we, we've been responded to by Jeff Merrick and That's uh, right, because Arthur the, Staple. The, Jeff Merrick, because he brought up a Kurosawa, talking about Akira Kurosawa on the latest thirty-one thoughts, which thirty-two uh, thoughts, thirty-two thoughts, sure. Um, uh, and I think that's great. Toshiro Maifun is one of the backgrounds on my phone. Uh, who's uh, the actor best known, like best known for working with uh, Kurosawa? Well, we definitely uh, went beyond the, the the clip. So, so you know, review if you if you're still listening, review and subscribe, leave a review. Uh, you know, uh, look, yeah, you're, so, you're, you're not getting this kind of coverage uh, anywhere else, honestly. 
no um no uh all right um and aaron Rodgers on the list it's been talked about at nauseum uh he's on the list uh i i'm I'm not even getting into Aaron Rodgers. And and, the, and Rob, Rob Tob, you know what? I, I, I think I I think I passive aggressively mocked you on this podcast before, but by name, the which of these Long Island town names are the weirdest ones? And it was like all just Native Amer- like try like Native American tribe, or not all of it, but most of it was was had like a lot of significant overlap with like Native American tribes and. Uh, I, I I sent a pretty mean tweet his way. Uh, he didn't respond yet. He didn't respond yet. I'm I'm wait. I'm patiently ooh, waiting. You, you know what? I've already I've already hit him from behind. He took a pretty unnecessary slash. He hasn't gotten up yet. He hasn't gotten, he hasn't up, gotten up yet. I swear to God, if he gives a thumbs up from the from the stretcher, I'm just cross checking. I'm just cross checking. <laughs> I'm just cross checking the gurney hard. All right. So um, they'll be added. They'll be added to the list, um, and then we'll do a we'll do a we'll do kind of a list overview soon. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's it on the list. We already talked about the the three games ahead before the uh, to add, cap off the road trip. You might go to UBS Arena. You might you might go to that opening night. I don't know, man. So so maybe we could try to briefly talk this through. I I'm like dealing with. Like, it's a lot of money, Desmond. It's a it, lot of money. It's it, it seems like the cheapest I'll be able to. And if you're again, if you listen in, sell me a ticket for face value, please. Uh, because the cheapest I've been able to find is like 250. And, I, and I'm going alone. And again, cheapest is 250. It's more likely gonna be like through at like at three or just under three, like 280, maybe after fees and whatnot. And I don't know. I especially just with the holidays coming up, and I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's it is very, uh, and 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 I'm not I'm not like bullshitting when I say this. Like, uh, if they were playing better, like if the Islanders had the the Hurricanes record, sure, uh, or the the Panthers record, sure. But this is a team that is finding itself still. And I have to view that as like, like going to the uh, the playoff games, which is much less than what, again, this is a regular season game against the fucking Calgary Flames. I I feel like I can only spend so much money and it's difficult because so many friends of mine are going to be there that like, part of me is like, do I just go for the, the tailgate? But then like, so I'm at the tailgate and then I watch at a bar in the town, you know, like, yeah, like I live or my, my family lives in Floral Park. So it's like, oh, leave the leave the parking lot and just watch uh, at like the town bar or something like I, I don't know. That seems that seems like the most depressing path, honestly. Um, I, uh, if if I'm you. If you're gonna go to the tailgate, you have to go. You have to go to the game. I'm sorry, um, you you don't you you're not gonna do the other option. And so there's two options, and um, you know I mean, put it on a credit right card. Now. I can put it on a credit card and just pay. I it. I would do that. I would do that. I that's like a perfect for me. That's a perfect credit card purchase. I try to not put like, especially since I already have. Card. It's one of the things I already have like a decent amount of credit card debt, but like. 
I have a good credit rating because I just always fucking pay it. So it's like one of those sure. things where it's like, uh, okay. And like personally just like be like, all right, every paycheck for the next like four weeks pay X amount and just like. So will we do another pod before the home opener? I think we. Should. Well, you are going on tour, uh, which, which right. uh, Scott plugged uh, last episode. If you wanted to. Uh, we'll be know. on tour. We'll be on tour. It's yeah, uh, so. it's a it's a full U.S. Um, and so we're likely hitting a city that um that you probably live in. If are you playing in Ottawa? Because we have some Ottawa listeners. We have we have a lot of solidarity. We're playing in Montreal. That's the closest. So Oof, that's not close at all. It might be closer to go like I don't know some other. You have Buffalo Day or something. Toronto. Well, yeah, that's way closer than Montreal. To, do you understand how geo, how maps work, dude? What's going on with your brain? Um, whatever, dude. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll be on tour uh, supporting Intervals. Uh, I'm going to have Nathan from Intervals on the pod at some point. Um, he's a big Maple Leafs fan, actually. And he's one of the nicer. It's, it's, it's very <laughs> funny how it works. You get to know a Maple Leafs you get to know a Maple Leafs fan and they're from Canada it's one of those situations where they're so nice and they they're like very genuinely um just a lover of hockey and all things hockey and uh it'll it'll be fun to have them on because I think I'm what I think the dynamic is going to be I'm going to kind of I have a little bit of a soft spot for him obviously because we've toured together before we'll be on tour it'll be nice and then I'll have Desmond I'll have Desmond on the other side kind of uh keeping me in check honestly as i as i should be if i'm if i'm like congregating with and and associating well, pe- with a maple leaf fan people know that that i'm not I, so so one point uh you know uh being um pretty i, I don't know say close friends but like uh, pretty you know good friends or at least friends with the seaway guys uh yeah i mean i imagine they know a lot of people i'm not gonna assume you know, how close they feel uh, with me on an emotional level. But I, I consider myself friends with, with those guys. And they, they're from Oakville, uh, Ontario. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, to your point, like, nice, fuck, super nice guys. Um, really like their bands. A huge, a couple of the guys are huge. Uh, Esh, uh, well, you know, now, now I'll be able to be like, I, I gave you a shout out. But actually, it was like, as you'll see from listening to this after I messaged you, it it was really to just get you to listen, to get another listen. Uh, but, uh, you know, Leaf fans can be very, very, uh, when you know a Leaf fan personally, they can be like super nice because they're a nerdy I hockey know. fan. Yeah. Which, which, which is a contrast to what the hive, the hive uh, tribe of Leaf fans are on Twitter. Um, and, uh, and, uh, so see, I, yeah, I'm definitely going to be able to though, uh, you know, um, I, uh, you know, I'm, I would say I'm a pretty, I'm I'm not a dirty, uh, checker, but I'm definitely going to finish my, finish my, uh, finish my hits on, uh, on, on, uh, the, um, uh, what, what, what was the name of this, this, uh, intervals guy, his name's Anderson. Nathan, Nathan. <laughs> oh, I sorry. I I was listening to every word you said throughout this whole podcast, except that one. Um, <laughs> it, it caught me in the one moment that I was only half listening to you. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, and, and mentioning that our, the, the format of this pod, we're, we're going to try to see how to do this with, with, with Mike on, on tour. Um, Wi-Fi might be spotty, uh, but, uh, you know, I, we will, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah, I think it'll be fine. We've got enough, we've got enough downtime and off days and, um, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these venues that we're playing are legitimate actual venues that will have Wi-Fi. It's not, it's not a lot of DIY spaces. There's no DIY spaces or anything like that. It's actual venues. So, and if you guys are staying at the same, are are you guys going to be like staying at the same hotel or couple, places usually uh, there'll be a couple uh there'll be at least a few nights where we're gonna stay at uh at a couple of uh, the same spots so so it'll you, be a you, thing you might and you might want some off days you might want to make sun- some off days you might so. want to make sunday uh uh november 21st because that is the night of the islanders Leafs yeah. game yeah uh, we could, let me we could see do where we are actually a live pod i'm going to be coming home from a wedding so We'll all be in particular states of uh, fatigue uh, and, and heavy minutes um, either. Oh, my God. The 21st. We're playing in Minnesota, and we've got, um, we've got an off day after, but we've got, like, uh, we played Denver on the 23rd, so we've got a fucking, like, 16-hour drive ahead of us. Oof. So that will be fun. That will be, be very fun. Uh, but, all right. So we're going to make it work. I'll be on tour. It'll be good. Uh, if you happen to... If you happen to be a listener who lives in a city that we're coming to outside of New York, because we just know too many people in New York, and most of you are probably from New York, uh, tweet at us, and I'll see if we have any list spots, and or we'll you know we'll hang out. Or wow, know, list spots. The pod is. Hey. Well, if we're, in, if we're in fucking Phoenix. Who do I know in Phoenix? I know like one guy in Andrew Phoenix, Ladd, you know and I mean? his name's Andrew Ladd, which, which his name's Andrew Ladd, and he's not coming. He's busy. He's he has he's. He's, he's, he's busy. He's, he's got to be the, the first line left wing for the Arizona Coyotes. Um, but yes. so let's. Uh, okay. So do we want to just. Here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as far as, the, as far as the Islanders go. So we, we, we've touched a little bit on UBS. We've touched a, a little bit on. Oh, and again, so to tie that up, if you are going to the game, if you know people, just keep an eye out. Keep an eye out for tickets. I want to go. I will pay. Yeah. I don't know what I'll pay, but but if you know someone selling a ticket, uh, let me know. Um, I really want to go to that how game. Do you, how do you feel about shelving the serious stuff until next podcast? I'm I'm fine because honestly I don't like the idea of trying to pack in. I, I just think we should acknowledge, you know, in the time. So the last podcast was recorded the night of the Kyle Beach interview. Yeah. So that's before uh, that's before Quenville is uh, Quenville resigns. I think that was before like the. I think like probably we were recording probably as like the horrendous Taves and Kane first interviews happen before the. Uh, I'm not going to say redemptive, but reflective, even if for pre-hour reasons, uh, Patrick Kane interview and uh, the still reeking of Joel Quenville was a nice guy to me uh, vibes that Jonathan Taves had in his second uh, interview. But but, 
Yeah, I, I think I think there's there's a lot because like look, uh, okay, since the last podcast, there's also been the penguins, uh, their own sexual. I just to not uh, misconduct. I'm not sure assault. I, I'm not sure the exact allegation, but some form of sexual mis- misconduct uh cover up related cover up yeah case which which then ties we mentioned usa hockey before uh and and and, and maybe next episode it, it would be worthwhile maybe, maybe we can record on one of your off days uh when you get to like a hotel or something just to be able to have a unpack this a little bit more where it's like maybe a little bit more again a, a light islanders week. behind the counter be, the behind, other thing is yeah um the other thing is, like you said, especially in, in regards to the Blackhawk stuff, like a lot of a lot of a lot of moving pieces still happening, and John Doe number two, uh, you know, I haven't so I, I, again, and I, 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 I like similar to what I said last uh, time about the Kyle Beach interview. I've seen a lot of the, the takeaway quotes from the John Doe two, and to be clear, was it the actual John Doe two that did the interview of John Doe two's mom, which. I because I could swear it was John Doe two, John Doe 2's mom did the interview, which like is its own level of like heart wrenching yeah. and yeah. and uh, you know there there's that there's there's been all the 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 you know the Gary Bettman must go, which, which won't I, they were talking about on Thirty Two Thoughts and I just don't think and Puck that's... Soup, Puck yes. Soup as well. It's like I, that that's its own. I, I I still think we we could talk about, but like. There's that from, you know, we, we have over the course of today, the Bob, Bob Murray, uh, you know, leave of absence and now resigns because of an in- investigation on, on misconduct, which, and again, so much, and, you know, behind the curtain, uh, like I mentioned, going on vacation tomorrow. So I've been like sidetracked by that uh, work. I, I work two jobs uh band practice dsa meetings like the last like 48 hours has been a lot i i i haven't like the leave of absence was last night right and and today tonight was the tonight we're recording wednesday night uh the the resignation and it's like i don't know what developments have come out from the from the you know the whatever the 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 source of the allegations or the the investigation is I, i i know i believe one of the things was the like uh hostile or, 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 or abusive, like verbally abusive working environments, like threatening people's job security. I, I know that was uh, at least that's what I understand to be one of the accusations um, mm-hmm. that's, that's at, at play. I'm not sure if something much more serious has come out, but all that to say, I'd rather be able to talk about this uh, perhaps next episode, if we can record on, when you have an off day uh, or, or, or whenever, just because, you know, we, we, we talk as much as we want this to be a, a fun podcast. We also do what when we, we want to talk about serious things and make space for talking about, we already have been talking about how fucking hockey culture is fucking horrendous. Uh, this year, it is just, uh, it's actually within the actual structure of hockey, you know, having some uh, that, that's actually having some legitimate consequence taking place so we, we do want to have serious talks but like 
it's one of those things to have serious talks. We we want to make sure we're like being deliberate and that the the same podcast that does not have a pretty pretty I would say good content Adam Sandler uh, sidebar. Uh, I'm not sure those two podcasts are going to be the same. I'm not sure it's going to be the same episode as the deep dive on what has been, you know, so many layers of the, because since the last podcast, there was also the press conference where within the press conference, which had Gary Bettman just lawyerly say he wasn't going to, the NHL was not going to provide or, was not going to provide uh, or wouldn't commit to providing uh, th- therapy uh, or, or, or uh, uh, any sort of trauma-related care for John Doe number two because that didn't happen, quote, that didn't happen at the NHL level. And also when being asked like, oh, you you find the devils this much for the Ilya Kovalchuk or or no, no, the uh, the, the, the it was the Coyotes for the, draft tampering thing yet you you find the 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 blackhawks one million dollars less and and gary bettman's well those are different circumstances in different contexts and like that was it and it's like yeah no that's why people are angry is that this context and circumstance is way worse it's more serious yeah it's way more serious so you're 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 fucking great like you are uh you sound like a fucking crazy person um like within that press conference or, or the Bill Daly one, maybe they were the same. I think they were the same one. The Akeem Alou, like them saying that the Akeem Alou, Bill Peters investigation has concluded. And then Akeem Alou's representation saying, that's not that's true. Too, yeah. And then having the, the email, like then posting the email receipt of what they're claiming was the last response, which is like December, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. It's there. There's so much to talk about within all of that. That like, I we're already at an hour and a half. Uh, I'd rather just uh, we. uh, Unfortunately, you know, we can talk about it next episode, and maybe it'll seem like oh, it's that much later. But I think it's it's worthwhile to see because like like we said, like the effect of all these things. That's not even getting into the whole Bryce Salvador youth coaching his experience with, with the, the, the heckling and, and, and volatility that he received for forfeit his, the, the, the youth team he coaches forfeiting when one of their players got hospitalized and he was like, I don't want to play this anymore. I don't like one of my uh, like 12 year olds is like going to the hospital from an injury. I don't want to play this last game of this like tournament that's happening. That will probably happen several more times throughout the year uh like there's a reverberation and i'm sure there will be things that next episode maybe like are pending but we should talk about all of this more in depth because it's good for us to you know again you know uh yeah legitimately make space deliberately uh, for that so i think next episode maybe we can have a more thorough uh unpacking of where because at that point we'll be probably about a month from the the investigation uh initial like findings press conference which yep uh like like i said this uh, the all the skeletons of this sport uh are are uh so so vast that 
I think you could see a lot more people X'd out of the, the Stanley Cup um, rings. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see about that. We'll see. But, but, um, but I, I think I think we should probably be more more uh, to your like uh, this is a very long winded way of saying I think it's probably a good idea for us to be a little bit more deliberate with how we talk about it. it is important for us to just literally express why we aren't to acknowledge that right now and say why we're not talking about that just because like uh, you know you are getting ready for tour I have all this shit going on like yeah uh we we have to make time for it and it's important too but if it's important you don't rush into it yeah yep well well said well said i agree Um, i agree with you i I agree with your compliment well just for the one thing though um so uh we'll be back at some point next week or you know anywhere from seven to ten days from now we'll (coughs) whether it's before the uh home opener or after um We'll see. We'll see all of you very soon. It can. It is. Yeah. I, I, it'll either be. It'll either. I'll, I'll say this. It'll either be uh, before the home opener, after the Florida trip, or after the Toronto. And and that would be where the Toronto. Yes. To be blunt, I think we probably should. Uh, to be transparent with you, I think we should try to nail something between the Florida trip and the and the the. Uh, yeah. 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 So hopefully. Um, yeah. So we'll see how. We'll see how our schedules line up, and uh, that's the that's what we're going to shoot for. All righty. Well, this has been through the island. Uh, you know, we haven't even gotten into requiem for an uncle, but maybe next next week we'll talk about it. We'll know a little bit more about maybe um, the official the, Islander tweet. The our plausible deniability is the official yeah. Islander tweet hasn't happened yet. That's right. That's right. So we'll see what happens in that regard. Um, all right. We'll talk to you all very soon. I Later. Made a lot of mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes. You came to take us. All things go. All things go.